Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fintech ki baat dil se. Today we have with us Vishwanarak Sinha, founder of OneCard, who is which is one of the most uh, sought after credit cards in India as of now because of multiple uh, features and uh, variations that they have. So um, Anurag sir, quickly uh, I know you don't need a uh, much of an introduction, but could you just quickly take us through a bit of a background, a brief yeah. intro about yourself? Awesome. So Shesh, thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, so a bit about about myself. Uh, you know, uh, did my engineering, worked for a couple of years in a tech company, and. You know, uh, did my MBA and joined a bank, uh, ICICI Bank, uh, as a management trainee. Was very mm-hmm. lucky to be there when the bank was shifting their focus from a wholesale finance company to become a retail bank. So got an opportunity to work in uh, areas like payments and unsecured lending. Uh, spent quite a amount of time worked in the industry to you know build a lot of solutions. Uh, Post 2012-13, I happened to be running few payment businesses at the bank. and i was very fortunate to see from very close quarters how consumer interfaces were taking shape in payments as the first place where transaction was shifting from bank to non bank mm-hmm. so i made my switch uh, and you know i my first startup was a company called walnut which was a personal finance mobile app uh, was there for 3 years scaled up to 10 million plus users built out some interesting products around uh, lending Mm-hmm. And uh, then post 2018, it got acquired by Capital Float, and uh, uh, this is my second startup, FPL Technologies, where we have built two products, one score and one card. Uh, essentially, the problem remains the same. We want to solve consumption credit because we believe India is a young nation and uh, with lots of aspiration, but affordability is there because income levels yet to catch up, and that's a large gap to you know finance. Uh, but we have taken a slightly different approach this time we chose credit card as a product vehicle to begin with mm-hmm. also we launched uh, another product called one store uh, you know mm-hmm. which is essentially to build uh, a community of credible users because uh, we believe that if you have to solve at scale consumption credit for india it's our job also to build a platform to help people understand and educate them how to manage their credit health especially for a country like india which has a, such a large number of people so young as they start their life or other financial life uh, we mm-hmm. want to make sure that they understand how as they access this credit to build their life they should do it in the right manner and that's how we run these two products in parallel one score and one card so that's about yeah. a brief introduction we are a pune based fintech uh, is another point i want to point out Uh, so I was in Mumbai for quite some time, and then I shifted my base to Pune mm-hmm. to build this. Probably one of the most popular fintechs based out of Pune, I must say. And uh, it must have—I mean, it definitely has been a very interesting journey, hearing what all you have uh, gone through. I could probably see a lot of uh, what you say connecting the dots kind of a scene. So if you, I don't know if you must have heard of something called when you look back in retrospect, you could connect the dots of your every decision that you make, and everywhere you or everywhere you have been in your life in your career, you can actually connect the dots to see where you have been, right? How it has led you here. So is that a phenomena with you as well? I have seen that to be phenomena with majority of the startup founders. You know, uh, when I joined bank after two thousand three, I've mm-hmm. done all my education in corporate finance. 
and mm-hmm. i just happened to join uh, bank uh, in 2003 and i was posted in credit cards now in 2003 credit card was like a such a small product you know mm-hmm. it was very uh, we were surprised that why bank wants to do credit cards you know like right. uh, how big is this uh, why are we solving this problem because you know i most of the people who join would be in corporate banking in treasury or in mm-hmm. branches these are the three most right. people do in banks but out of serendipity i happened to be in cards and uh, mm-hmm. to be fair i did not even join credit cards team uh, i was actually mm-hmm. my mandate was to build a supply chain finance solution and this was 2003 okay. there, there were no api there was no host to host connectivity what we should talk mm-hmm. about today. and mm-hmm. uh, you know i wanted to build a solution which can be integrated to the erp systems erp system had just come in by the way in most of the oh. minds we were working mm-hmm. and uh, you know the traditional lending system was core banking which was not easy to integrate so i discovered mm-hmm. cards i said okay fine you can integrate with supply chain on the acquiring side and you can administer the credit on the issuing side so i happened to launch the first commercial card way back in 2003 this was wow. i wanted to do supply chain plus <laughs> nothing to do with credit mm-hmm. cards by the way and right. uh, and just so be it i'm like we launch products like we used to finance supply chains like oil downstream mm-hmm. oil so we used to work with companies like hpcl bpcl iocl funding their de- dealers to buy from them these were like high value cards like you give lines worth 10 crores 8 crores uh, right. and the uh, the line will get used almost by 20 30 crore by the same customer in a month so it was almost like a working capital financing we worked on uh, interesting use cases like fmcg uh, rural wherever there was a high speed transaction being done we disrupted the supply chain on cards So it mm-hmm. was that's how you know like and today when I say okay fine uh, in fact my co-founder Vibhav had a you know much longer deeper experience in consumer cards uh, okay. and and now <laughs> we are building a consumer company so as you rightly said you never knew what I would uh, my mandate was to do something else but I happened mm-hmm. to use cards and I just fell in love with that because it was just so much of data which you were generating and you can capturing. and you can use the data to underwrite or improve experience and you know manage risk uh, very early uh, you know in my career and which kind of continued uh, like mm-hmm. how can you use data for uh, you know underwriting risk management customer experience and things like that right that piece is also i think reflected in uh, how you build walnut right it was entirely built around data absolutely so wallet was a very interesting use case in fact it was set up ahead of me uh mm-hmm. abhit and patan had set up the company ahead of me and okay. initially the use case was not even fintech by the way it was supposedly mm-hmm. uh, an assistance app the idea was that whatever we are reading in the sms can be used mm-hmm. to offer a customer experience now if i take right. you back in 2014 15 you know your uh, ola otps used to come in sms your book my show tickets yes, will come in otp your train tickets your mobile your air, air tickets will come on otps like in smss now <clears throat> what we learned that uh, most of the indians have started using whatsapp for personal messaging so whatever data is left in your inbox is largely sms data The second insight we had was unlike uh, US market, which was an email first market for my com- mm-hmm. corporate communication, India is a SMS first market because uh, everyone has a phone, not everyone has an email. Uh, so that's why majority of the co- corporate communication, which is businesses communicating to consumer, was on SMS. 
so that's how mm-hmm. we built but we discovered a lot of data was financial data so we then shifted our use case to a fintech app i joined actually after that once the company had shifted their focus to fintech so i joined okay. as a third co-founder to build uh, mm-hmm. you know financial use cases there uh, so pretty interesting journey we were lucky to scale uh, to 10 million users over two and a half years Mm-hmm. and the, the data we had was very similar to the way a card data has because you know you talk about transactions you know categories frequency recency so we, we built a scorecard of our own and launched a line of credit product uh, which you can consume in form of small ticket loans now there was no budget tangle to it because we launched this mm-hmm. in 2017 when upi had not taken taken over or rather upi had not become right. the way it has become now So right. we didn't think of a merchant angle then. We thought of mm-hmm. giving loans to consumers' account. So and then we got acquired by Capital Flow uh, after Series A. Uh, so they they were looking for a consumer company, and we were debating mm-hmm. in our heads: should we remain as a tech company or should we remain become a finance company? So right. this offer right. came along, and the team took it. I I left after that. So after acquisition, okay. I left mm-hmm. after that because. I wanted to build something from scratch uh, around consumer credit, and mm-hmm. uh, so that's why I left and you know took a break of around seven eight months before I started my next company. So, uh, just to take it over from here, I think you just um, mentioned that you wanted to build something from scratch, and I think the way you spoke about cards a while back, uh, I have never seen uh, anyone talk with that passion about credit cards. I think it's been one hell of a journey for you. So, uh, just two points here. What was your uh, inspiration to kind of start this, and uh, I, what was your inspiration basically to leave the job to start this particular thing from the scratch? If everything was started out. Okay, so that I'll go take you back to the bank because I said, uh, you know, I was for. to see close quarters how people were adopting to platforms like ptm mobiquick and we were banker to them essentially we were doing the back end work and uh, so i have always been passionate about technology solutions of course in bank usually you buy tech you don't build tech so that was my motivation that i was looking to i'm like i sincerely believe that the future of consumer interface in financial services will be built by fintech and that has been my area of interest and that's why i shifted but interesting point i want to give you an insight around why did we choose card as a product vehicle uh, and uh, so i built a line of credit product which people can consume in loans uh, i learned my big lesson during that period was uh, people take loans for very specific needs and they are usually time sensitive like you want to buy a tv you need a loan for that you want to buy a car you want to lean for that. and you need loan in next like 20 hours 24 hours 48 hours or whatever period you want to buy either you borrow from someone else or the need goes and uh, you know whatever experience you build for customers they have to remember you in their loan moment if they don't then you have to incur the toll tax to facebook google to get in front of the customer and that's why the cat just doesn't come down and you know I, that was my biggest insight in fact uh, i stepped back and i looked at even at i even at bank when you know i've run pl businesses Uh, there also when we source customers from you know like uh, dsas we didn't make money on that portion because the cost of distribution was too high but almost 60 to 65% of the loans were given to existing customers either in form of cross sell or top ups 
which is what brings down your cost of sourcing so uh, big insight that you have to build for engagement uh, so i was while consumer consumption credit was a very obvious opportunity to solve however we thought we need to build a product which is more engagement oriented rather than oriented and that's how we chose card as a product we did in fact i'll give you a, i remember a lot of vcs to ask me in the beginning not only vcs my team members used to ask me and i gave them a good analogy I said look at bajaj finance they are the market leader in gun secured lending massive brand and massive distribution what do they do they give you a card uh, just to give you a loan uh, at the point of sale and then they actually cross sell you other loans that's how they uh, build engagement also they give you an emi card in order to remind you so that you can use it again and third is now they have actually launched their own credit cards with banks like rbl and dbs so the whole thing is that this business the only way you can you can build a sustainable business if you are able to drive engagement so we thought why not build a product which has a inbuilt engagement like credit cards uh, and that was our inspiration to do that so as a company we are quite you know aware that indian consumers are very discerning in nature what works today will not work tomorrow uh, like uh, like in a country where upi has taken over everyone and net banking still survives because there are some indians who continue to use them yeah. that's how diverse we are so uh, while credit card is our launch product vehicle we would love to build other products which are all in consumption credit cycle but again the focus will be to drive engagement not necessarily only disbursement that that's how we have defined our our, our mandate but i think on that point um, what you just spoke about i think sort out the uh, distribution mo- model of credit card right but of how i look at one card is more of a uh full stack kind of a product right so how was your journey from just sorting out a distribution model to going to yeah. the full stack and having all of that in one app yeah so actually good point we actually took two three design choices very early on the first design choice we built was um, you know the full stack what you rightly said and you know uh, again insight came from the business itself that credit card is a very high touch product unlike any other lending product where your, your relationship usually gets over once you take the loan and like if you don't default nobody is going to call you <laughs> but in credit card actually your journey starts once you take in the card it's like a heavy duty product emi rewards discounts frauds offers and you know like uh, you know what we noticed that two things one majorly customer engagement is through call center now it was a innovation in 90s when the next best option was to visit a branch i think today people want better experiences around that that's one second thing another insight we noticed what if you look at the technology stack of indian banks on the core banking side which is also very transaction intensive it's actually fairly advanced and the reason is most of the core banking stack in india is built uh, in india used by banks is built in india by indian indian vendors like infosys uh, tcs and iflex and that's why they keep iterating with their banks however if you look at the credit card stack They're all built in US in 90s by companies like you know First Data and your know, like T Systems. And even if we do work with them, and I happen to be their clients by the way for more than 10 years, uh, a large one, so we know their system. Uh, the dev teams are not in India. You know, even if the intent is there to solve it, and you know there is no dev team in India. So you know, like the dev dev cycles are very very long. So. Uh, we were very early in deciding this that okay if you have to you know change the customer experience 
for the full stack, which is like not only about sourcing, but about engagement, repayments, then you got to build full stack. So these two things came together and there was another insight, uh, which was our second design choice. We work exclusively with banks as of now on the balance sheet side, because as you know, in India, only banks are allowed to issue credit cards as of now. And so we work with them. And the idea was that if you are not building your own tech stack, then it is difficult to partner banks who don't do card business. And another thing you notice was like four to five banks control 75% plus market share. So it, we thought that, you know, if we build our own tech stack, not only we can offer a good customer experience to our customers, we can also partner with those banks who don't do card business. And so that in a way, it becomes a very important part of our strategy. Now, it, it is the easiest, easiest than done because credit card stacks are very complex one. Second thing is you have to get it certified. Uh, you cannot just launch it just like that. So while the belief was there, it was a long journey for us to build that. Uh, I also want to talk about the third design choice uh, was uh, how do we get these customers? Now, we believe that credit card is a full product because there are more than 100 million people who are eligible for a credit card. It's a highly underrated product. And I would give more credit to merchants rather than banks to popularize this concept of digital credit. But we thought that uh, how we are different is that as a company, we are focused on net market risk. So we see there is a large number of customers already sitting in the bureau who don't have a product like that. And hence, we launched OneScore as our first product and kind of built the community of users we want to underwrite. Also gave us a lot of data for us to build our credit models on early on. Uh, and third, as I mentioned before, also the idea was to help them understand how to manage the credit. Because mind you, credit card is a very flexible product, but it's also very dangerous if you don't know how to manage your revolving credit. You know, and especially the credit card businesses are very profitable across the world because the customer stays with you for a long time. But if this customer doesn't stay with you because they default, then it is not good for us, good for them. And so we thought that we are dealing with younger uh, customers. It's our job to teach them uh, how to manage a good credit. Uh, and that's how we... So these are the three designs. So full stack business, credit score as a starting point, and partnering with the bank. These are very unique things for us. which differentiates us a lot from other fintechs who are trying to solve similar problems. I think I have not seen this much amount of clarity in first the gap that is there in the industry and then the GTM strategy that one has uh, taken. Over to you, Shreya. And uh, as in just building on what Sagarika said, I think this has been one of the I mean, best executed awareness post yeah. GTM strategies that has been there, right? I think I was probably one of the first people to download the OneScore app once I had visited your office uh, last to last year, I think. Uh, back when you have a, you were planning to launch the card, and after that, the card got waitlisted, and I saw that it was, I mean, the buzz that it had created in the uh, communities that I was in, like uh, multiple fintech communities, and I was like, yeah, this is startup without any marketing. How is this happening? You know, I mean, there was hardly any marketing that I saw. I mean, now I do see a few marketing campaigns here and there, but earlier so it was not there, and I'm like, okay, this is something. This is like a phenomena. That had happened, and it was all around the positioning that you had done, right? And I mean, that was brilliant. Uh, building on top of that, uh, how do you essentially see adoption of credit card as a whole product, right? Not just one card, but the entire ecosystem for credit card. How do you see the adoption for it going forward? Uh, do you think yeah. uh, 
I mean, let's awareness campaigns like yours will definitely help. But when you look at an entire thing, do you think there is a need for a better awareness campaign overall for the Indian audience? Okay, awesome. So, uh, good point. Uh, as I mentioned before, see, you know. India has always been a very diverse market, and consumers are very discerning. So, I think a single product will not fit all, in my opinion. Uh, now, mm-hmm. there are th- three things required to actually, you know, grow this market. So, one is availability of lendable customers, because this underlying product is a great product. So, the first point I okay. want to address that as a as we estimate as a company, there are hundred million people in this country who should be given a credit card. Now, you can arrive at this number through various means. Mm-hmm. Look at a subset of people who are doing UPI. Look at a subset of people holding more than 10,000 rupee bank balance. We have come to this number by looking at the data in the bureau. Already mm-hmm. 400 million people in India hold a bureau score because of a retail. If you, you know, and the thing is that uh, as the India is expanding beyond top 50 cities, uh, essentially the credit, so it, it becomes like these profiles are appearing in the bureau which are lendable number one number two mm-hmm. massive explosion in acceptance side so if you look at even five seven years back credit card used to be an elite product even in cities like mumbai you will see few pockets where you know this will be accepted or issued right but thanks to merchant community and i would say a large play large play done by e-commerce accelerated in during covid it is now going into top you know, like beyond 100 cities. So I think so. That's the second piece that you know there is a tailwind mm-hmm. happening about consumer adoption, and and the third thing is about also uh, given that we had a SBI card being listed in 2000, you know, like uh, 19, uh, rather early 20, sorry, not 1920. You know, it has kind of uh, I mean, like a lot of bankers already knew it was a very highly uh, you know profitable business, but after looking at the success, a lot of people are adopting this. Now, I would say uh, the way I want to define this opportunity, Shweish, would be that one should look at as a consumption credit as an opportunity rather than credit card as a standard opportunity. Because mm-hmm. I sincerely believe that uh, what we are trying to observe is that a younger people you know, wants to consume things and we can finance that. Now, uh, I'll give you some another perspective. Uh, you know, like if you look at uh, one trend which we have seen in other markets, the growth mm-hmm. of credit card market is usually very highly correlated to growth in per capita income. And I'll tell you why. Because, uh, you know, uh, in credit card business, it, on one side, you need to arrive at income because that becomes a very good parameter for you to underwrite. Also, on other side, you also need to see what is the consumption potential of this person. So, per capita income, per capita GDP is actually an indicator of both. It captures consumptions. It also captures income. Hence, we have seen mm. in, in, you know, in markets, these two things are correlated. In fact, if we look at market like China, which has recently mm. seen credit card adoption, the credit card market went from a 50 million credit card in 2006 to a billion credit card last year. Wow. A billion credit card. Okay. And uh, the GDP per capita grew from $2,500 to $8,500. India is at two and a half thousand dollars. Of course, it, it got reduced during COVID because the uh, mm-hmm. GDP went down. But uh, you know, and the reason is because at uh, you know around three thousand to four thousand dollars, and middle class gets created in the country. In any country, we have seen in many countries this data. You look at Turkey. Mm-hmm. You look at uh, any mid-market economy which has been ahead of us. Uh, Brazil is another example. Uh, 
and this is where a consumption credit product gets hugely created and usually credit card leads right. that cycle because you know why because credit card is not a need based product nobody gets mm-hmm. it in the morning and wants to apply for a card it is a classic right. fmcg product of banking so majority of the people don't even think they're borrowing they just think because the most organic thought is i want to take a card i want to use it beyond due date and make some rewards that's the prime reason why people take that later on they discover emi they discover evolve and they discover other things but that's the prime so that is why the adoption of these products usually when the cycle is like a a, a, a coke or a pepsi or a lux this is how these products get adopted in other markets so uh, i what i'm i'm making that that we are in the beginning of this credit cycle uh, mm-hmm. as india become younger and gdp per capita grows there is no reason why this will go through this massive growth form factor might evolve today it's credit card tomorrow it could be something else but the consumption credit product is here to stay uh, so i'm another product which i'm really excited about is upi credit hopefully as mm-hmm. and when it comes in a shape uh, again as a company we would love to build that and support that for indian consumers definitely so could we essentially say that consumer credit as a whole uh, to narrow it down credit card as a product is a gateway drug kind of a product for a credit hungry economy to essentially get acquainted with the more physically lending products absolutely i'll tell you another insight around it uh, and you I'm I'm using consumption credit very carefully because in consumer credit you also mm-hmm. do things like two-wheeler financing and uh, auto loans while consumption credit is largely unsecured in nature. Now mm-hmm. another reason why you know usually we have seen adoption of these products happening in a young economy is because these products create tons of data, which becomes right. uh, bedrock on which serious products gets underwritten. Let me give an mm-hmm. example. When I was working in a bank, I took a mortgage out. and i left the bank i came here to pune and uh, i'm continuing to pay my mortgage though i was for almost one and a half year i had no job in between but mm-hmm. uh, the mortgage guy would not know they will continue to see my transactions very well but my credit card transaction guy will exactly know what has changed in my life i've shifted location i never used ola uber because everywhere i travel i had a company car waiting for me but now i mm-hmm. use ola uber in a big way my places of eater e- thing has changed my meeting venues have changed all of that gets captured in this so what we call this into that uh, you know it's a much more dynamic and richer data and behavioral data which can be used right. for underwriting these customers better especially for a market like india because we are a young country and lot of data footprint is yet to happen uh, mm-hmm. so this data becomes quite valuable for people to build their credit history early in their life in fact most of the developed markets people start their journey from education loan immediately shifting to credit cards to build credit history so that mm-hmm. tomorrow they can access much serious products later on like mortgages or let's say auto loans and the things like that right that's amazing um, uh one question i had here was uh, since you just mentioned about the uh, fact that i think industry has touched upon that that india is a very credit hungry market right now and uh, not a lot of people like you rightly mentioned are using the consumption credit line properly right and even banks uh, for that reason are kind of uh, gives the consumption credit line with a hindrance uh, of sorts and i think that's where the sweet spot of fintech in india lies right 
Uh, so a company like yours, and I'm going to use a very abused yet favorable word called new to credit. Uh, so new to credit customers are somewhere something that all credit uh, companies are kind of uh, going to when it comes to fintech, right? So when when you are targeting them, uh, what are the challenges, or if if I may simplify it, what are what is the percentage of people who got one card as their very first credit card, and how has that journey been? Okay. so cool so the you know very interesting question and very relevant for country like india but i want to just give you some data stats if you segment our market country 1.4 billion people the adult population is close to 800 million people okay which is in the age group between 18 to 60 uh 65 which could be the borrowing age for the borrowers out of that close to 500 million people have already borrowed by the way so you know like it's a quite well tended i'll tell you uh, and you know like almost 150 million are microfinance and another 400 million are retail the problem is that you know usually in markets like us where credit card penetration is quite high this becomes the long, longest tenure product see there are only two products which where you can stay long one is mortgage second credit cards and mortgage is very less penetrated in india and hence what happens is that out of 400 million the active profile would be only 20 million so look, people come and go you know and that's the problem to solve and i just give you the context of new to credit that's why i i thought i'll, I'll just give us some data stats for to set the context now new to credit could be uh, customers who never borrowed before or they are also from locations where regular lenders are not there or let's say somebody who borrowed quite long and right now there's no history available for the person. so if you if you are away from bureau for more than 36 months you will be classified as new to credit card so so this is how it works so i, I think this is a very large segment and the lenders have to solve it how we have solved it let me give you an example so first give you some stats uh, on our main one card product uh, the new to credit would not is not more than 15 to 17% mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, we have almost 30% customers 30 to 35 who have used credit card for the first time so they might they they have taken credit for the first time but they have borrowed before so that so so that so so that that's a qualification and almost 65% customers have borrowed have taken other bank other credit cards already now coming to new to credit so we actually launched a product called secured card now you know as of now we work only with banks so you know we wanted to make sure that within that constraint how can we innovate on that so we noticed that indians love fds by the way everybody does fds but when you put money in fds Uh, in fact if you go beyond top 10 cities there is a common phenomena whenever you have access cash put in fd you know that's the human psyche uh, you know consumer psyche in india but when you put money in fd you lose liquidity because your money is blocked you say why don't you monetize it by taking card against it uh, so we launched as an experiment because this allows us to uh, also cater to new to credit now in a big way and the second thing is uh, you know Because new to credit usually get lower approval rates, you have to submit lots of documentations. But we did some innovation there. Uh, we actually give a top up line on top of that. So if you put a ten thousand rupee FD, we actually give you eleven thousand rupees fixed uh, credit line. So there is a portion of one second, which will grow as you build your portfolio with us. You stay with us for three months, this eleven thousand can become fifteen thousand. Stay with us for six months, this fifteen thousand can become thirty thousand. Stay with us for nine months, we might return your FD. So you know. this is how we innovated on that and on this product 
I'm proud to say 65% customer can be recurring. Okay. And another 25% are, uh, you know, from locations where we don't do unsecured, which is, uh, and another 20% is only the bad credit customers. Customers who have borrowed before and they did not have a good history. But the point is, you know, since we are talking on that topic, you know, the way bureaus operate, your data never gets deleted. Your data can only be get augmented. So if you have a bad history, for whatever reasons, you were young, you took a loan, you did not, you know, you really, somebody lost a job and that's why, how do you get, get back on the credit cycle? Mm-hmm. So this is a classic product. You stay for six, seven, nine months, it will build your history, help people, you know, climb back the credit ladder. But what, what I'm trying to say that almost 70 to 80% customers are such who actually have never borrowed before uh, on this product. So 65% new to credit. Another 20% come from beyond 100 cities, you know, and they actually want to. And the reason is, it was a surprise to us, frankly, because, you know, then we realized that most of the merchants have crossed beyond 50 to 80 cities. So, Ola is there, Uber is there, Zomato is there, Swiggy is there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, cities like Zanchi, Ambala, you have like pepper fry stores are there, Cult Fit is, uh, is reached. So I think we are riding the, you know, emergence of these merchants who are driving the adoption of consumer uh, digital payments where credit is part of it. So I, so what I'm trying to say, we have tried to solve it through a product uh, intervention rather than, you know, like uh, making that uh, process more suitable for new to credit because the point is that as a unsecured underwriter, you need to get access to information before you can underwrite. Uh, but uh, another piece we are very hopeful that once account aggregator comes in this will solve customer information and especially the bank information very very sim- you know like seamlessly available for underwriters like us uh, because today we have built solutions like you have to upload bank statements now it's a very friction experience now we do that but not many people do it uh, I think once this comes we are very, very bullish on that we have seen the sandbox accesses and we are very like excited about the opportunity it unfolds once the PSU banks join as of now only private banks have joined in so hopefully PSU banks will also join and so that if you ask me that will open up new to credits penetration in a big way uh, because uh, you know like uh, this will allow you know banks in, because bank account information is quite rich uh, you know for underwriting definitely and uh, just to kind of uh, touch base on what you just mentioned, uh, from your experience, what are some of the user insights that you have gained, right? So, uh, for me, for example, me as a customer, if I'm first-time credit card user, how how has your user journey been in, in that case of customers? How have they adopted? Are they even using that? Are they looking for more credit options after having that experience? Interesting question. So, I'll tell you, uh, you know, from our initial build, we never thought that we will have 65-70% customers already holding cards. We thought that this number will be reversed. 30% customers holding other cards and there could be two reasons to it. One, of course, people loved our experience so with others. But I'll tell you, there is a bigger change happening underway. As a country, we are moving towards customers holding multiple cards. Uh, this has been a phenomenon of developed markets. In Indian markets, the human to card ratio was 1.1, around 5 years back, it was 4 than 2. 
and you know in market like bangalore and bombay this is already free three plus <laughs> a lot of customers we meet who have four plus cards also so why do people have so many cards one is it's a classic phenomena i'm like it, people don't take cards with a lot of thought process this it's not an involved buy unlike loans you just take it because you like the offer and and you take it so i think if you ask me one inside we have seen that customers are going to have multiple cards so the real battle will be on wallet share rather than distribution just because somebody is owning my card doesn't mean that he will not own other bank cards it's very common so that's one second thing is what we have seen uh, working very well for us especially for new users as well is that um, you know the app acts as a big engagement model for us for on an average a customer does around 8 to 9 transactions but they actually visit our app more than 9 to 20 times in a month and what are they doing uh the you know is very interesting is a majority of the indians believe that when they use state card they end up overspending okay so that that's a thought process yeah. but when you look at our dashboard you actually feel in control and we have observed this in my wallet days also you play back your data your own data to back to you you would like to transfer your transactions from physical means to digital means so that you can track your business so you get a feeling of control you can track spends categories merchants and all that uh another insight about uh, rewards now you know card transactions work a two step process you do authorization and then you do a settlement most of the banks give you rewards after settlement because that's when the transaction become legitimate by the way but the zero and my transactions so you know in our case we actually surface in real time in the app itself people love that third thing is uh, most of the consumers like to pay on the due date you know again there is a psyche that okay i will pay on the last day so that i maximize my interest rate the the thing is that the day you pay and then you worry about that the payment should get immediately processed otherwise i might get late payment charges you know that the people like indians hate cheese by the way they just hate cheese uh you know you know people don't mind paying interest but they hate cheese that's a it's right about indians so um, in our case and our credit card billing is a very complex one unlike loans where the emis are pre decided credit card you have to run daily accruals so we have built tech stack which immediately post the payments run accruals in real time and release your limit so i'm just telling you these are the reasons now there is not a single reason why people shift these are the reasons people stay uh, because uh, as i said credit card is not a very well thought by you make an offer as long as it is simple you are in that time zone is fine let me take it but they stay because of these experiences uh, you know like so the way i call it that we haven't built a hero feature but we build tens of small small things which improve customer experience for the customer and that's how they stay of course metal card is the only big one people love to hold metal card <laughs> Uh, and uh, it's a shiny metal you take it to a shop a lot of merchants will ask you it's an indian card or a bronze card and uh, so been there <laughs> <laughs> so i think i like got top of the line picture but it's all in that <laughs> yeah. yeah and i so, think uh, uh, just building on this from oh, yeah go on go on No, just a point here that uh, hmm. what I have noticed recently is that um, because of the fintechs that are coming up in the credit card segment, right? Ah, uh, today, today, if I need a credit card, it does not take more than fifteen minutes to get, for me to get that. 
and it's such an impromptu purchase that it's it's almost like going on Amazon and buying it when you see an offer for some credit card and you apply and you get it and you can use it right there and then right, which was not the case when we applied from banks. I think that is also uh, something where people are having multiple cards from. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Definitely. So uh, what I was saying is, uh, I could relate to a lot of things that you were saying, uh, especially you know, if I've been using one card for a long time now. So a couple of things that I wanted to just you know point out is when I actually one card was my second card that I bought, right? I mean, first one was something that I got from my uh, salary account bank that I that that was there. So it was an HDFC card, and the second uh, card that I applied for was one card. उसके बाद और तीन कार्ड आए abhi i have a total of five cards but i think the most used card right now is one card and mainly the reasons i think that you said no that actually resonated with me right instantly pata chalta hai kya hai rewards samajh mein aa raha hai rewards are very simple and your limits get cleared instantly you see what's happening pura jo transparency hai and the categorization that is what actually makes me like you know this is what i want to use right now and that is basically uh, one of the hero features like as you said like there are multiple small small hero features that you guys have built and i could completely relate to that uh also one uh, thing that i've really seen uh, i don't know if it's the data gap between credit bureaus and borrowers ki kya hai that this is a very funny incident right so uh, back when i started my job at hdfc my first salary was 35000 tabhi mujhe hdfc ka card mil gaya tha so limit tha 35000 ka ek mahine ke salary ka uske baad 2 saal baad maine one card apply kiya i got instantly same limit उसके बाद आई थिंक एक साल या दो साल बाद मैंने दूसरी जगह से भी अप्लाई किया वो सब कार्ड पे अभी भी मेरा उतना ही लिमिट है द ओनली कार्ड दैट गेव मी अ लिमिट ऑन बेसिस ऑन एक्चुअली री अंडर राइटिंग मी अगेन बेसिस ऑन माई लेटेस्ट सैलरी वॉज एम एक्स एंड इट गिव मी एटलीस्ट गुड मल्टीपल ऑफ माई मंथली सैलरी सो बाकी सब कार्ड का तो मेरा मंथली एक्सपेंस भी खत्म नहीं हो जाता सो आई डोंट नो वॉट कॉज दिस फिनोमिना So in credit card underwriting, what happens? There is a three-stage mm-hmm. process. One usually you do profile checks, and then right. the second you do ability check, which is last pass behavior, and mm-hmm. third you estimate income, and your limits is a multiplier of income. Now, when you already have a one bank card, usually you know to simplify process for you, banks will underwrite based on your other bank limits, and they end right. up putting up that limit out in the to you. Unless we get access to our income, it's difficult for us to estimate. Now, in the case of one card, as you say, like I'm just guessing, you would have been underwritten, underwritten what we call is other bank card surrogate that you already have a card yep. and we give a top up line on top of it. Now, your you, what you touched upon is a real issue, uh, Shreyas, because you know I'll tell you uh, why it is so relevant for us. Uh, prime age of customers taking credit card is between 23 to 28. You know that's the age mm-hmm. group where you generally start a card journey. Right. Let's say 25. on an average over next mm-hmm. 10 years this customer is going to see around 10 to 12% of annual growth in income right on top of it uh, this is the time where his lifestyle will completely change people will start with shared accommodation with friends then living on their own mm-hmm. get married happens usually you sustain at around 35 36 you find a Semblance of your expenses. This is the prime age. You no, know, as your income grows, your lifestyle changes, your limits and expenses will completely evolve. But this information, this is what I am seeing that when we get access to bank account information, 
this life cycle management is very very important for us to drive engagement otherwise what will happen you got a broken engagement across four bank cards uh and yeah. you know by the way holding four bank is going to be a normal but usually what people will should do or the we have observed they will put around 70 to 80% of transaction on their primary card another 20% on other bank cards depending on where you have put that card on some bill payments or something and then rest you keep use it occasionally let's say you are on flip card and you see an offer on that bank card you will end up putting that this is how people behave that or a big bill and a sale happen and you say fine there is a hdfc bank offer you will end up putting an hdfc bank mm-hmm. so uh, what i'm saying that this in this this see this, so what happen if i'm not able to offer you the limits what you actually need and i not keep pace with your evolution of you as a customer which is so important for a product credit card then the engagement becomes poor so we are really hoping that uh, okay. see, today uh, when imagine you were on one score app and we underwrote you if i had access to your bank account information ideally i should have given you the amex card uh, by the way i should actually upgrade your limit based on amex limit now uh, the only thing is that uh, initially most of the banks were used to only report only utilization level not the limits Hmm. thankfully now civil and experience have been pushing banks to report limits so that right, it becomes right. a easy portfolio management exercise for other other, uh, other card issuers but anyway task for us to fix for you <laughs> but mm-hmm. i i think the the missing yeah, gap is this in our business because i've mm-hmm. uh, see uh, in a loan business what happens share uh, you are mm-hmm. for the amount i want 3 lakh rupees I want five lakh rupees. I want two lakh rupees. Right, so right. the bank starts with that amount and goes backwards. In mm-hmm. a credit card, you can't ask for limit. The bank decides what limit to give you, and hence yes. estimating the in- income is very important um, and all that. And and it's also not a negotiated product. In a loan, what happens? Let's say you ask for five lakh, the bank might come and say, "Sorry, we can only give you three lakh." And you say, "Fine, okay, give me three lakh." Or you say, "No, no, I don't want to have you." In credit card, you either you just given a limit. you might not like it you might not use it but the limit is given fair and fair hence fair. estimating the income is very important uh, that's what kicks me that if we account aggregator comes this is the biggest gap in digital underwriting if you ask me today and mm-hmm. this is Definitely. right now the pro- proprietary data sitting in the banks uh, which is uh, you know and this will completely be available over a consent layer to any mm-hmm. digital underwriter so it will just boom the market So I completely, I, uh, complete. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm personally very excited about it. So whatever, whatever was required there in account aggregator, I contribute. So I'm at the end because I genuinely believe this will change the market for India. Definitely, I think that was really insightful, and I completely agree with you. Only reason I also came to know that such thing is happening is because those limits are not actually exact. Right? So one hundred thirty-five, the other hundred forty, the other hundred thirty. And at that point of time, my salary was already double, right? Two years down the line, so I was thinking, "Oh, that's the limit you are." But at that point of time, I was using the one, uh, your one score app. Just now, I pulled up the credit reports and I was going through what's happening. And then I saw that there is some kind of benchmarking happening between these limits. Where people actually income to see anything there. So that is the reality. It's benchmarking. And one more thing happens when you have taken five cards. So now we are also hmm. worried about leverage. Hmm. I mean, right. we also are worried about leverage that in total, actually the banking system has taken line worth two lakh on you. Now, if hmm. I give you an offer that okay, here is a four lakh limit offer, would you like to close on a credit card? 
but that's not happening right now so i think uh, which is where we are but but you're right what we have observed that people end up using given the if the experience is same people mm-hmm. will use the card where the limit is highest because definitely there is a there is a natural affinity towards mm-hmm. that that the bank has treated uh, me better than other banks who treated me and you and for me personally like this was a feedback loop right when i had like a limit of 35 on 35k on one card and 40k on other card i was like i wanted like the reason i applied for more cards is because i wanted a bigger credit line per month like that is the reason i was applying because agar main let's say my family wanted to go on a vacation or main 1.5 lakh ka trip book kar raha tha which anyways was going to be reimbursed to me by my family but mere card se kar raha tha because i wanted those points so abhi wo mere paas limit hi nahi tha karne ke liye so i was that is the reason i was applying for more cards and mujhe thoda aur credit limit milega kahin pe agar wo hota hi nahi tha but if i would have got it so yeah let's say mere pehle card nahi de diya hota yeah so we yeah, are building a feature where we are building a feature where customer can ask for high limit mm-hmm. either temporary or permanent because i completely agree especially given the age cycle i spoke about like you know if right. i would have asked you having got, having got the card if i would have asked you shesh would you like to give me a pay slip or the bank statement for a couple of months and we will increase your limit you won't mind that mm-hmm. you won't mind that but for today there is that interface doesn't exist uh, that interface doesn't exist or let's say you go, let's say the example you gave that you're just booking a holiday or you're going for a foreign holiday of course travel will start and you're looking limit only for let's say you have a wedding in your family so you mm-hmm. only want limit for let's say 2 months on the right. day diwali is coming and you end up buying a big tv for your house so you just want limit for let's say couple of months uh, mm-hmm. you know all of those use cases people have to support if you want consumer credit to become all pervasive we have to pro- we have to build for that otherwise state jacketed product won't work uh, so i guess uh, a lot of work for us to do but uh, but i think i completely agree what you are because going event to as a customer uh, and it's a very frustrating one because like you've got actually two lakh card two lakh limit but split across five cards and what do you do <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah, what do you do and you know uh, i'll tell you some stats average credit card limit in india is around 85000 rupees only Mm-hmm. But the median credit limit is around sixty thousand only. Okay. Mm-hmm. So actually, a lot of work to be done. Now, if you're looking mm-hmm. at sixty thousand, sixty-five thousand rupees credit limit, you are talking about let's say a guy holding a forty to thirty-five to forty thousand rupees disposable income mm-hmm. because you will apply one and after two times multiply. Right. So you know, like. Uh, and you know like it has to change every 6 months or every year so as people you know start spending more definitely definitely uh sagrika over to you for any yeah. i think i i picked up on a lot of points but considering the time we have uh, just one probably the final question uh, is you spoke about the leverage part that you have to take care about the leverage Uh, I was just wondering: Is the leverage only from credit cards or other products like BNPL as well? And uh, when when that when it comes to BNPL, uh, what's your view on people talking about using BNPL more and credit card is the past thing? Uh, your views on that? So, uh, very interesting point. When we look at leverage, we do of 
supposed to get all loans, but usually BNPL is too small to get get counted on. You know, just to give you a sense of numbers, you know, even credit card industry is close to you know like eighty five thousand crore to one lakh crore monthly usage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I add a BNPL product, <laughs> it will be very high. Uh, so I think compared to that, BNPL is still uh, small uh, right now. But um, I, I will give you a generic view on BNPL because at 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 certain level, it is also used by consumers to do consumption credit. Mm-hmm. So purely from a product perspective, actually, BNPL is a better product to sell. You know why? Because it's a need-based product. You know. You take BNPL because you're looking for that TV or a phone or let's say you know like any other product which you would not have bought if you did not have access to BNPL. Mm-hmm. Uh, BNPL EMI and there let's use them interchangeably. The problem with those products is how do you build engagement on that? Because on a such a small loan, nobody gets to make money. I did my previous company. I built on small value loans, uh, mm-hmm. which was around twenty five thousand, twenty thousand rupee loan. So uh, I think uh, company which are able to bring uh, engagement, they will win. So I would say look at Bajaj; they are able to cross sell many products. Uh, so on an acquisition perspective, it is a better product, but it is not a destination product to make money. Uh, you got to build something else to make money. Uh, that's one. Second thing is uh, you know like uh, I, so I, I would completely agree that BNP will grow, uh, and the reason is another reason is because Indians understand EMI really well. Uh, you know, it has been like it's very, it's very easy you know, for you to understand uh, about uh, installments. Uh, now, uh, few insights about that business. By the way, if you compare to global markets, uh, BNPL uh, also took off because credit card did not offer EMI in market mm-hmm. like US. Mm-hmm. Many people are aware about this. In, in US, either you use transact or revolve. There's no EMI. While India EMI is a very well established product, even at point of sale, thanks to people like Panel Labs, you can convert transaction on EMI, zero percent mm-hmm. EMI, and all that. Mm-hmm. Second thing is a lot of markets EMI BNPL or EMI products were not reported to the bureau, so it was like a hidden uh, you know product, which gave lot of data advantage to issuers. Whosoever did do PNL, they kind of build proprietary data sets, which was not available to any other lenders. Mm-hmm. In India, it is not like that. Everything is zero reported, so you know the data is visible. The third thing is, in India, spreads are too high between banks and non-banks. So, uh, which is not the case in other markets because capital markets are very right. efficient there. In India, banks have mm-hmm. a significant advantage in cost of funds uh, because of current accounts, uh, savings account base, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, You know, which creates a huge advantage for banks to you know like price the loans better. So in credit business, you know, like uh, all of these matters a lot. So I I believe that BNPL is a better product to sell because it's a need based product, difficult to make a sustainable business model unless you are able to crack engagements. And we I haven't seen anyone cracking it other than Bajaj mm-hmm. so far. So um, but uh, you know we are very hopeful for that as a company. We we have launched EMI by the way, and people are using EMI. At the point of sale, as well as in app post transaction, and we would love to build more BNPL or other stock EMI products for futures for customers where other. So clearly bullish on that, but I don't think any like threat or overlap to credit card. It's just too small as of now to worry about. In fact, I'll give you on that tidbit. If you look at companies like Affirm, Clarna, Sofi, 
all of them have launched start by the way okay. <laughs> you know why because, <laughs> because to drive engagement to drive engagement yeah. so you know like someone has to crack engagement for them to build a sustainable business mm-hmm. so uh, so that, that's why even after they got acquired by square now and they have actually launched a payment product around mm-hmm. that completely makes sense uh sure so if you have any other questions otherwise i think we can close No, I think this was really insightful. Learned a lot, and uh, finally got closer to my long-standing query. <laughs> But I think this was really brilliant. Uh, thank you so much for your uh, time, Shandra. This was really helpful. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a pleasure speaking with you. Awesome, man. Uh, you know, I know you guys are doing great job in building this fintech ecosystem. I know specifically Thank for you. Pune, you are contributing a lot. You know, appreciate that, and wish you good luck. As you know, across all categories of financial services, penetration is low. So I'm sure whatever we all do, collect, we will. Oh, all the best. It was nice speaking to you guys.